and the Tony and Mad Max show has returned. A lot to talk about today, man. I think we're going to strictly just talk about football and the games last week and give our predictions for the games today. And we could yeah. probably go over the giant game on Thursday, which was just a total we're heartbreaker. Gonna, we're going to combine. We're going to put it all into a short sample size here of just football. Man, it's week two. We learned a lot of things in week one. And especially the giant game that kicked off week two this past Thursday. But let's um, uh, first run through this week of games here. So for everybody at home that wants to know what's on the docket <clears throat> for today. Um, so Thursday night, Washington beat the Giants 30 to 29 on the last second field goal. Um We'll get more into that in a little bit. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders off a very exciting Monday night football win. Against the Ravens. Against the Ravens now. They're going to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, who shellacked the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in week one. So, like, it's two one and no teams. You know, someone's got to give here, man. Yeah. Um. Here's a, here's a big game, too. 49ers taking on the Eagles in Philadelphia. This is a game for me as a Giant fan, just hoping that, that the Niners could just beat the Eagles and just keep – and just don't let them go to 2-0. and And I'm going to tell you why in a little bit after going through this, this slot of games here. Mm-hmm. Texans go to Cleveland, take on the Browns. Browns looking to bounce back after a disappointing loss to Kansas City. Man, team team had a lead and blew it in the fourth quarter. Um, Trevor Lawrence has another shot to get that first win as the NFL quarterback, taking on the Denver Broncos at home. So we'll see how Trevor does here. He didn't fare so well against the Texans last week. So this could be this, you know what, new week, man. I'm sure Urban Meyer has got a new game plan in there. Hopefully the team gelled a little bit in week one and during practice. And hopefully Trevor gets that win. Um, Jameis Winston and the Saints going to Carolina, taking on Sam Darnold. Oh, my favorite quarterback, right? (laughs) Yep. And the Carolina Panthers, the Panthers coming off a nice win against the Jets in week one. Um, And the Saints with a very, very big time win. Last week, I, I forget who who the Saints played. They played the Packers. They played the Packers. Yes, Just blew out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, what an embarrassment last week. Yeah, and the well, and the Packers are gonna are gonna have an easy game this this week, man. They're they're taking on the Lions on Monday Night Football. Green Bay is at home, dude. Aaron Rodgers has got to throw for like like five touchdown passes in that game if not then just to take the stink off of last week but you know i still think that that the packers are the team to be in that nfc north you know because the vikings eh. kirk cousins and it just never shows up he's just so lions are terrible and the bears Again, I just don't think that, that they're up to par with Green Bay. Andy Dalton so, just isn't that. It's He just isn't all that. Justin Fields yeah. should be playing for them. It's disgraceful. 
Here I thought that Justin Fields was debuting last week in week one, but they had Andy Dalton start. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so disappointing, dude. On, on Sunday night football, like, come on. All the other rookie quarterbacks debuted. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't know what they were doing in Chicago, um, but Chicago is at home. They're taking on the Bengals. Good old Joe Burrow, Joe B. That's what a right. win in overtime He's back, last He's back off too. that ACL injury. Dude, what a morale-boosting win in overtime that was for the Bengals. Much needed. You know, the Vikings, the Vikings could have had them. But Joe Burrow, an amazing pass downfield to get the team into field goal range and the game-winning field goal to win the game for Cincinnati, man. Huge. I'm, I'm honestly pulling for Cincinnati now. I, mean, I, I like Joe Burrow. I'm not that big of an LSU fan. Um, I You're in Alabama. Penn State, Alabama and Penn State. By the way, Penn State, big win last night against Auburn. Huge. White out, sold out Beaver Stadium. Happy Valley was rocking. Still, that's from, that's from college. I'm not, I'm not that big of an LSU fan, but Joe Burrow was turning heads mm-hmm. for the Tigers when he played. He won, a, he, he won a national championship. So I think that the Bengals are a young, exciting team, and <clears throat> hopefully they can carry that momentum from week one into Chicago and beat the Bears. So we have the Rams taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. The, the Colts, once again, man, they just can't get out of their own way. I feel like Colts fans are just – they're starting – I'm not saying they're starting. They've been feeling like the sting of Andrew Luck. Not even, yeah, and I'm not even going to say Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning left the Colts a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This is like, yes, the loss of Andrew Luck, like prime Andrew Luck, a legitimate quarterback, a legitimate quarterback that you can have sustained success for many years. That quarterback is nowhere near this team. No. Carson Wentz is not going to have sustained success here. It's just not going to happen, you know, and it's such a shame too, because the, the Colts offensive line is, is supposed to be great. They have a very good defense. A lot of the Colts defensive players are draft picks that the, that, that the Jets were supposed yeah. to have. <laughs> but, but of course we all know how they lost those picks. Of course. Moving up. But, Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think that this is an easy game for, 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 for L.A., you know, Rams are riding high. They have a great offense. You know, uh, Matthew Stafford finally in a place where he can thrive with that big arm of his. So I think that the Rams are going to pull through. Here's a big game, too. I mean, you're for, for Jet fans, in a way. It, Dolphins, it Bills? Oh, yeah, that was where I was going. Dolphins, Bills, two teams, 0-1, man. Bills were looking for revenge, dude, because that game against Pittsburgh, oof. They're looking to shellac Miami in Miami. Now well, Miami's one and zero actually because they beat. Oh, they're one zero. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I keep on thinking that that, that, that the Patriots won. Yeah, no, nah. it's rare. Uh, <laughs> they yeah. lost. So Bills are looking to even up their record, and the Dolphins are looking to take a two zero record in, into Week Three, which would be huge, huge for team morale. We'll see where that goes. I, I just think that when all said and done the bills are a better team i think they'll they'll come out with a win here i agree even though i can't stand them 
I'll save this. I'll I'll save this game for the end. Um, is it the Jet game? <laughs> yeah, I'll just talk about that and like at, at the very end. Um, Falcons Buccaneers. Tom Brady. He's like he's Easy. eight and zero in his career against the against the Falcons, dude. They're at home. Um, I'm sure that Todd Bowles and Bruce Arians discussed the defense. You know, they gave up they gave up over 390 passing yards last. And this last is the great week. defensive coordinator Todd Bowles that everyone was praising last year. Horrible, overrated. Yeah, but like now, now they know what their biggest issue is, and I'm sure during practice this week they they emphasized it big time. They're missing one of their starting corners in Bunting. And their other starting cornerback had a, had, an, had a hamstring injury during practice this week, but he is a game-time decision. So mm-hmm. hopefully he's playing today. But the Falcons have a, don't the, the Falcons don't pose much of, of an offensive threat except for maybe um, Kyle Pitts <laughs> or Calvin Ridley. Like but if if you're only worried about if you're only worried about Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley, man, I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Plus, the Falcons' pass defense is like I think fourth worst in in, in football. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it's you saw what what Jalen Hurts did to the Falcons last week. We did put, put on a show, you know. So if Brady has his receivers open hopefully Mike Evans could get some action today because I know some people have Mike Evans on their fantasy team and he was doing nothing in week one in that and that opening Thursday game he was he was just a decoy he was, you know yeah. trying to trying to eliminate some 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 defensive backs out there mm-hmm. so you know again easy easy win for Brady and the Bucks I think Brady is on his way dude his way to passing Drew Brees is the all-time passing leader in NFL history. I think at the start of the season, he was 1,154 yards away. And then after week one, I think he passed for what, like 300 and 380. Mm-hmm. So he's well below a thousand now. Now he could break that record by like week five. Yeah. It's on his way, dude. Drew, Drew Brees retiring was 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 such a big like break mm-hmm. for for, for Brady well. stat line there. Yeah, and also for his team. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you think about it, they really didn't miss a step. If this is how Winston's going to play every week, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like like I said, slinging the ball downfield. So Vikings Cardinals. Cardinals, man, what a team. What a team. This is a game that the Vikings, if you're a Vikings fan, I'm like, oh boy. Because I think that last week was your game to win. And the fact that you lost it in such crushing fashion, now you're playing a loaded Cardinals team in Arizona. Kyler Murray is just a little pest out there at quarterback scrambling around passing the deep ball deandre hopkins ryan high jj watt on the defense dude team is just team is just amazing chandler jones who chandler jones chandler jones um is one of those teams that you like to root for Mm -hmm. 
They have very likable players. Not only Larry Fitzgerald, but J.J. Watt, you root for a lot. DeAndre Hopkins, you could root for because he's not done anything that you would be like, ew, I, I don't like this guy. Well, there is something. <laughs> if you remember a few months ago, he, he said that he refused to play in the NFL if they were going to make him get the COVID vaccine. Oh, boy. Well, is he vaccinated, though? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm sure he is because if he wasn't, I don't know if they would have if they would have allowed him to play. But Titans Seahawks, um, that's a nice game too. I mean, the Titans did didn't the Titans lose last week? That's right, they did. So I mean, the Seahawks Seahawks are just like a just one of those consistent teams, man. They just keep like winning here and there. Russell Wilson just keeps just, just keeps find, riding keep finding a way to win, except for the Super Bowl on the one yard line. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty. Here's another big one too. Cowboys Chargers. Um, remember remember what I said about the Niners Eagles? Was a big game too for Giant fans. So is Cowboys Chargers. And it's for the simple reason of can the Chargers and 49ers just please win? Can we please just have the Cowboys go zero and two, and the Eagles go 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 down to one and one? Like I don't want the Giants' season to end in Week Three. I really freaking don't. I really freaking don't. If these teams, if if the Eagles and Cowboys lose this week, I'll feel a lot better as as a Giant fan to be quite honest with you. Because while the Giants are zero and two, they're playing the Falcons next week a team that they could easily beat. Like I said, there's not much that, that Atlanta's got. No. They're, and like I said, dude, their pass defense is terrible. And Jones was slinging it up and down the field to Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Like, that's what the Giants need. They I need your, your full recap of this game and reaction because this was a much-needed win for this team. Washington? I'll get to it. I, it says there's a lot to it. Gettleman, right? All I'm saying, yeah. But all I'm saying is that the Eagles, if the Eagles go two and zero, now you're now you're now you're now you're two games back, just to start. Now you're pulling yourself. Now the hole is deep. It's a long season, not. But. You want to be in a position where you're in striking distance throughout the entire season. You don't want somebody to run away with things. I want a bad division where the Giants could still have hope here because I don't want this thing to be meaningless before the freaking bye week. That's not what I want. Can the Chargers and the Niners like please do their job today? I mean, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, these things matter. They do. I know you're rooting for these teams to beat the teams within the NFC East, though. I know that. You got to keep pace. And, of course, the biggest game of the night is is on Sunday Night Football on NBC. Chiefs, Ravens, um... Ravens again, crushing loss in Vegas, but they're at home now. Um, can can they beat the Chiefs? Of course they can. 
they're they're missing a lot of people due to injuries. I think that they're missing two of their two of the running backs. Marcus Peters is a torn ACL. Um, In- injuries are another thing you got to get into because the injuries just keep piling up for teams around the league, especially for the Jets. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end. But now, let's go. Let's talk about Giants, Washington, dude. The floor is yours, man. You're the one that roots for the Giants. Yeah. Mm. This 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 defense is just terrible, and I don't know what it's going to take for them to honestly play defense up the middle. But this soft coverage that Patrick Graham just loves to preach is not working at all. Taylor Heineke threw for three hundred plus yards. It's not even conceivable how this team could just play such soft. Let's talk about the late interception that he threw and that they didn't capitalize off of. They didn't capitalize it at all. It's obvious that this, that this head coach has no confidence in his quarterback because if he did, he would have understood that, that a touchdown there would have sealed the game. You've got to push the ball downfield. And the only way to do that is with your quarterback. You had no run game the entire game. Your offensive line was shot to hell once Nick Gates broke his leg in a really gruesome injury mm-hmm. and how he's done for the year. The offensive line caved and the running game was nowhere to be found. Saquon Barkley, here's another guy here. Yeah, give me your take on him, how he has performed within these first two games because he has one breakout play at the beginning of this game he has, and then he goes he away. has no he has no he has no creativity to his to his running game there's nothing there's nothing awe-inspiring about this guy i don't know where the whole like oh this guy's gonna be a hall of famer one day uh, where is this coming from <laughs> emmett smith found emmett smith found spots to run through you know, uh, Jim Brown had places to run through. Ladanian Tomlinson had places to run through, man. These these guys were monsters. These guys were tanks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the best running backs of today's generation, dude, Zeke, he finds places to run through. Uh, Marshawn Lynch monster beast mode he breaks through offensive lines this guy can't break through this guy can't break through break through freaking styrofoam and man he can't I, I don't know where this team goes because not only do you not have any sort of you know like confidence in your run game because like I said, Saquon can't run through anything. But no. now, but now your quarterback, who was played a very good game, had the ball dropped on him figuratively by his coaching staff in that last possession in the fourth quarter after the pick. And Joe Judge, I mean, let's be honest, Max. <laughs> The honeymoon period is over for this guy. This is something that I feared all along. I liked this guy to, to begin with. He won the press conference like Robert Sala. So I don't want to hear another word about Robert Sala until this man starts winning games. He won the press conference last year. He talked about accountability. He was tough. He was stern. 
he had that he had that um uh, military prowess about him something that pat Shermer wasn't something that that ben mcadoo wasn't he always preaches about how like if someone makes a mistake or if like the uh or if they throw like the freaking defense gives up points then they have to like run like a lap or something around the around the stadium or something like that like he preached accountability and he mm-hmm. preached that if you make mistakes, you're going to pay a consequence mm-hmm. and giants fans ate it up. You brought up a good point that he makes the players run laps. If they make a mistake, that isn't working. It's obviously it, not working. Obviously not. Considering the fact that also this team commits too many penalties, especially, especially the, the offensive line. I mean, back to back false starts. And I mean, the, and the Dexter Lawrence thing. I mean, oh my God, that reminds me. Now, now this was basketball. This reminds me of like a Nick. I forget. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was a Knicks Bulls game. This was when like Carmelo was still on the team. You'll probably know what I'm talking about. I, I think it was Knicks Bulls. It was at Madison Square Garden. Team is up by three. Literally, final possession of the game. Like all the Knicks have to do is just make like it's just. It's just, you know, keep it, just win the game, dude. Like you're up by three points. Just don't give, just don't give up a four point play. Don't give up a three pointer, you know, win the game. Guy on the Bulls dribbles up, makes a shot from the three point arc. Somewhere, I forget who it was from the Knicks, commits a foul beyond three point arc. Ball goes in three points in one four point play. Guy hits the fourth shot. Game over. Game over. Bulls win. I don't. Know, I, I don't know if, if if you remember that game or not. No, like, I don't. I do not remember that game. I think that's too many terrible losses ago. There's so many terrible losses on the Knicks. It's just you can't recount them all. You just can't. Yeah, but that was one of them, and that reminded me of what Dexter Lawrence said on Monday night. Just, just stay still. Yeah. You would have won being, the game. Think about that. If he stays and being still, a freaking nose tackle, you're looking at the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at the ball, man. You think like, that they should have like, just cut him to make an example? No, I wouldn't cut him, dude. He's first off. He's a he, he's a former first round pick. You're you're not gonna like, not nah. Gettleman's doesn't Gettleman is not gonna do that. Um, and number two. Like, it's just a real crappy mistake. You got that but, right. But the whole game was a was a crappy mistake. Whole game. How about Daniel Jones running up the field for like forty plus yards to score a touchdown? He was the best rusher all game for the Giants. And then the and then it just scores a touchdown, and then the play gets called back for a defensive hold, no, an, an offensive holding. Has more that's rushing yards points. than Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's seven points off the board for you. And then you have to rely on field goals all game because, you know, because somewhere down the line the Giants' offense just stopped. Not to mention the whole the whole Darius Slayton wide open downfield can't make a catch. Like, come on, dude. And Kenny Galladay. How do you feel about him yelling at Daniel Jones on the sidelines? It's horrible. It's freaking horrible. 
dude just got here. You know how many passes he had hit to, he had targeted at him that 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 bounced off his hands. Yeah, I'm like, where is this guy? There were times in in, in that second and third quarter, where I'm like, dude, where is Kenny? He's nowhere to be found. Because it was all these stupid dump offs to, to either like to either Saquon or Sterling Shepard that were going nowhere. Two yard, three yard plays on third I mean, down. Playing too conservative. And I think too, like, listen, I think the Giants have one of the top kickers in football in Graham Gano. The guy does not miss a kick. And that sort of plays against the Giants' offensive scheme because now it's like, why should I take a chance downfield? I'm going to get points no matter what because Graham Gano hits everything. And 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 who does this relate back to? If you want to go to the tenants, the fellow tenants <laughs> of MetLife Stadium, Nick Falk. The Jets relied on him to get points. Oh yeah, I remember Nick, Nick Falk, Falk was the leading man for that team for years. And he was good. He was. Now I think that those Jet teams. I mean. Nick Folk was around when um, when when Marshall and Decker were there, and before then the the Sanchez years. Yeah, now those teams weren't really weren't really known for their for their offense. It was no. it was mostly a defensive team, which I get. The Giants are known for their offense here. <laughs> they have the offensive stars. The defense can't block anything. And they, and they supposedly anything. upgraded too. Don't forget on defense this year in the off season, they upgraded. And then yeah. how do you get worse? Yeah, a Dory Jackson, whoop de doo James J- James Bradbury, former Pro Bowler last year, can't stop Terry McLaurin, horrible. He was getting his ass handed to him all game until he finally had that pick, and then the team did nothing after nah. that. <laughs> Unbelievable, man! How do you? As of right now, looking route- at the two different teams, looking at the two teams in New York. Who is the worst team you'd say? The Jets or the Giants, just based on the performances we've seen thus far? I think that the Giants have played worse than the Jets. Now, we'll see how, how the Jets play today against against the Patriots. Oh, please. And I if I woke up to ESPN this morning. I turned it right off. The Patriots love. Just disgusting. They're, they're freaking kissing Mac Jones like he's Tom Brady. Oh, Mac Jones. I got my Mac Jones t-shirt on, one of them says. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, they've got this sort. They've they've got this love affair with New England. They hate New York teams on ESPN. You can't even watch it anymore. Just turn on SNY. Oh yeah, with Jets Nation. Yeah, just turn <laughs> just just turn on that. Well, even those guys, they just they paint a picture of what you don't even see on the television set. They always try to make yeah, get Jets the good Nation out of some bad. Like, Jets Nation, like the freaking Jets could lose like like forty five nothing, and Jets Nation would still be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on that show? Is that like um? Uh, oh, isn't um uh, Ray Lucas on that show? I, I haven't watched and, like, that in a while, but I can't. The, the only thing I do watch in SNY is just the, the the shows after the Mets games a little bit because I'll just I'll just have it on. I, I I do not tune in the Sundays anymore with SNY with the Jets because of that. But, but at least they don't hate on the Jets. That's the only positive. But they should be calling them out a little more. So let's actually move on to the Jets because, as I said, like, you know, I think the, I think the Giants played worse than they, – they play worse than the Jets. Giants, Giants got shellacked by Denver last week and then had this gut-wrenching loss 
to Washington last Thursday. And now you have a Jet team who, like, it depends on your outlook on what you think this team is. If you think that this team is all about player evaluation, you were probably pleased with with last game's performance. Well, with Zach Wilson and Corey Davis. Besides that, yeah. there was nothing but if really you're, to, to pause yeah, but, about. But, but if you're a fan of wins and losses, you're probably sick to your stomach. Now, this game is Zach Wilson's home debut in front of an actual Jet home crowd. It'll be popping. I've been to a Jet Patriot game. Um, You've seen some fights was, go down. <laughs> yeah, no, that was with Tom Brady playing. So, like, it's couldn't, it, it couldn't it, have been that popping once the, the the kickoff first happened. Oh could've my been. god, dude! It was insane. It was insane atmosphere. Monday night football too, but this is just this is going to be an interesting game mm-hmm. two rookie quarterbacks man patriots the patriots have 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 stuff to prove too mm-hmm. oh, oh well yeah well they do but the jets this offensive line's really got to straighten up because if they don't zach wilson's going to get killed if you saw that last sack people thought that he had a concussion and he they didn't they didn't even pull him out to give him a test or anything, but he just got right back up and threw a touchdown to Corey Davis. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Corey Davis came out to play today, and now that they have Crowder back, that's just another weapon for for Zach to use today. So, but he, I'm he's really... not going to be able to accomplish anything with this line. This line is a disgrace. And you know what, man? I am so sick of hearing the the praise for Joe Douglas. You know, I've hated this guy for a long time. You you complain about Gettleman. I think I think you're ready to rant about him, but Douglas, awful GM, awful. He did nothing. Morgan Moses was a great addition, but you saw the performance of these guys last year. He should have did more. Elijah Vera Tucker just got bullied last week, as we even texted back and forth about. But Kai Becton goes down with his 48 niece, 48 weeks out with knee surgery now. Where does this offensive line get better? <laughs> you know, I thought you said I thought you said uh, forty-eight weeks. Four to eight weeks. Back then, uh, yeah, four to eight. Yeah, so he means he's out for the whole year. No, no, no. He's only out for four to eight weeks. With what was it? He like a knee he, surgery, like, dislocated knee. Oof. Yeah, that was a nasty injury, and he was so upset too because you know he was putting on. He was put on an okay game yeah he, he there was he was letting up a couple players go like, by him but you can't have but, but morgan moses at left tackle is is just a disgrace and i get it elijah barrett tucker is a rookie and there's going to be some growing pains there mm-hmm. and you know can what, we man? stop with I the see. greg van rotens can we stop with the freaking connor mcgovern's please <laughs> Horrible. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Horrible. Today's game is going to be all about what Wilson does with the with the passing game. I'm not even, like, really concerned with, like, the defense, dude, because the defense, I think, did its job. I'll it's tell you this. I think week. the Jets need to really include Denzel Mims more. They really don't give him enough credit. Did you see that pass he caught last week? Yeah, it was a great catch. And they don't use him. But we, you know what? You know who was really pissing me off last week? The overrated hype 
Elijah Moore. Guy dropped two passes. Yeah. Well, he's also a rookie as well. And you know what they say. Dude, rookies are always going to get that special shine because, just like I told you, men, journalists, they want to be the first person right. They want to be the guy that 10 years from now, it was like, see, I always knew Elijah Moore was going to be a top receiver in this league. See, give me the credit because I'm the one that said it. Yeah, like, of course. And, and they're still waiting for that for Darnold, and they were praising about that last week. Okay, let's, let's do a quick segment about everyone's favorite quarterback, and we know who this is. Okay, yeah, he came in here and beat the Jets. He beat the lowly Jets. Jets well, couldn't... No, uh, we went there to beat him. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. So the, the offensive line was just in shambles. They gave up six sacks. Jets could barely score. And by the way, Sam Darnold, besides that bomb touchdown he threw to Robbie Anderson, which you knew that was coming. They're just despicable players. Yeah. I can't stand them. Besides <laughs> that, how did Darnold look any better no, than he did in his previous that's three what years. Sam Darnold is. Sam Darnold will have like a drive or two where he's like amazing, but then the rest of the game, he's just mediocre. Mm-hmm. That's how he is. That's going to be his career. Now, the only reason why the Panthers won last game was because the Jets' offense couldn't get going because the offensive line sucked balls. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it. They that was the big difference right there. And when you gave Darnold that chance to, you know, have a lead and extend the lead, he. He pulled through, but that's what Sam is. Sam doesn't put on big performances of like four touchdown passes and like 350 yards. Doesn't happen. Nope. He's not that kind of quarterback. Never will be. I don't care who he has on that Panther, on on, on that Panther offense. And not to mention the fact that Darnold has never had a talented player like Christian McCaffrey in his entire professional career. And he was just dumping the ball off to him. And Christian McCaffrey being one of the best players in football could, could, could get a dump off and convert 20 yards downfield. He's that talented. Sam never had that here. No. Never, ever, ever, ever. I don't care how great Le'Veon Bell is or anybody says Le'Veon Bell is. Le'Veon Bell was never, ever Christian McCaffrey. Never. No. I've, it's like... And Le'Veon Bell was never even put was never put in the offensive plan like McCaffrey because of Gaze. <laughs> because of Gaze, that's the thing. Like you look at it, and you're like, gee, wouldn't it have been nice if the head coach really saw what Le'Veon could have done for the Jets' offense if he was actually included in the actual playbook? Like Christian McCaffrey has plays designed for him, so the Panthers can score points. Le'Veon was nowhere to be seen just a dereliction of duty it's and it really is a big reason why adam gase is currently unemployed has no chance of returning to the nfl and he should be banned from football (laughs) (laughs) he really should that statement is golden right there he really should but what is your prediction for this game today patriots jets I, i think that the jets have a very good shot of winning because the, the Patriots just don't – I think that the flair is gone. They're trying to rebuild that flair. You know, and I like Mac Jones because Bama. Bama. Roll Tide. So, <clears throat> you could maybe call it a coin flip. I wonder what the spread is for this game. 
Let me see. I believe it was three points when I checked early. I believe so. Not today, like a few days ago. It was either three or six. I can't remember exactly. Why did why do I remember it being like the spread was like nine and a half? I was like nine and a half. I feel like that was like I feel like that was like last Monday. What is the freaking spread here? Today, blah blah. I don't know why they can't just like freaking tell me. Oh boy. Still can't find it. Reds. You might just have to like look it up. I'll double check for you, man. Let's see. 14 hours. Wait, here um uh um Saints um up. Minus six. Minus six, yeah. Minus six. Money line is two fifty for the um is uh the money line is minus two fifty for, for, for the Patriots. Um I think the in the over under is forty three. All righty. All righty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're not even so <laughs> they're not even giving the Patriots a touchdown here. No, like a, a full touchdown, like they're not. So it's closer than you think, man. I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't count out the Jets. No, in this I game. wouldn't. I wouldn't. But you, but with again, Belichick, it's all you never about. Know. It's all about what. It's all about what you're anticipating this season to be about. Are you about the wins and losses, or are you about the progression of the young players? The Jets have the youngest team in football. What are you honestly looking for here? <clears throat> Nothing. I'm looking for player development. Besides that, I'm not looking for wins. <laughs> so now I think it'll depend. Now I think that losses could be could be looked upon as like you could judge losses by how they lose. If they're losing games badly with bad with with, with poor coaching and like some bad penalties, then you can get pissed off. Yeah. But you were talking about injuries and like yeah. You know, uh, Mackay Becton went down. Um, <clears throat> didn't somebody else get hurt too? Oh, what was his the name? Safety Joiner. The safety. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Marcus Joiner. Yeah. Yeah, you you do get a lot of injuries in these first couple weeks of football because you know players are still a little bit rusty, and you know now it's full on sprint game action. So I remember last year. Dude, week two of last year, so many players tore their ACLs. Nick uh, Saquon tore his ACL last last year in week two. Uh, Nick Bosa, same thing. So um, hope to God that no one's getting injured today of that magnitude. No. But, yeah, so that's, that's week two, man. Yep, that's week two for you right there in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I think – I think the Jets have a good chance of winning today, but only player development we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, all right, man, you want to do the socials? Yeah. You want me to go first or you usually go first? I'll go first. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You could check me out on 
my website for all my shows, the Tony and Mad Max show, maxcoglan.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com or M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com for my other website. We're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, Podbean. We are there if you listen to any podcasting platforms. And on this YouTube channel right here, make sure you subscribe. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Tony and Mad Max takes place either on Saturdays or Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week. Leg- <clears throat> Legit. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please be safe. Wear your mask, please, in, in crowded places. Be and Please get vaccinated, please. Enjoy week two of the NFL today, guys. Giants take on the Falcons next week. They already lost to, to, to Washington on Thursday. And if you're a Jets fan, you're taking on the Patriots today at home. Week two, guys. Enjoy. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. So long. So long.